Moncrief on News Talk. Now, the British Aviation Authorities have just given permission to Virgin Atlantic to make a transatlantic flight with a difference. This one will use what's claimed to be 100% sustainable fuel. Kevin Byrne is a lecturer in aviation safety. Kevin, good afternoon to you. Hello, Sean. Uh, So what kind of a plane is this that will be making this flight and what will the fuel be? I think it's a 777-777, quite common in, in, in uh, many airports around the place. Now, the fuel, uh, as you know, we're making jet aircraft with jet engines that need liquid fuel. And I'm just to get them into context, if I may, before I go on a bit more. There's 7,000 Airbus A320s on order. They're making 35 a month, so do the maths. You could work out how many years it's going to make to, to, to do all that. And 4,000 Boeing Maxes, 737 Maxes. So we'll be needing liquid fuels for aircraft for quite some time, I think, because these aircraft will have a life in excess of 20, maybe 25 years. So we need liquid fuel and we're getting it out of the ground now as fossil fuel and really we want to move away from that. And aviation, which contributes 2.5% of global carbon emissions, has to reduce itself and they're doing it as best they can. So we're trying to find a liquid fuel that will work in engines but will not contribute to the uh, the problems we have at the moment in carbon-based. Yeah, so sustainable aviation fuel, what, what does yeah. it contain? It's a great name. Isn't it a great name? It, it contains stuff that we have otherwise used as waste. Some of them are f- uh, fats from various, uh, from various cooking businesses. Some of them are, um, you can get extractions from anything you grow, but we mustn't take stuff from uh, the ground that would be used for food. So non-food stuffs. In fact, you could make it from uh, sugar beet, but we don't have sugar beet in Ireland anymore. We did away with that a long time ago. Mm. But there is a whole host of different things that can make it, and they're gearing up for that now. So what has happened to date is that they've been testing these engines on the ground because you know what uh, aviation turbine fuel is. It's basically kerosene, a type of, of paraffin. We know what the calorific value is. We know what it does, how it's stored, how we can move it on, how safe it is and all that kind of thing. We have to have a fuel that will replace that, you know, litre for litre and, and produce it and store it in different parts of the world. But to make it isn't as easy. It costs between three and five times, but it's much cleaner because it's not going to leave a carbon base. It's also cleaner, by the way, in the air. Now, today I was out with my brother in North Kildare in a beautiful blue sky and we counted 20 jets across the sky and they were going from Europe to North America and we could trace them because they were leaving huge white trails behind and behind those when they flew away, there's a cloud left. So that that is harming the environment as well and aviation people accept that now. Right. Okay. So, I mean, at the moment, as I understand it, it's less than 1% uh, of the total aviation fuel yield used is sustainable. Can yeah. they can they reasonably practically expense, uh, expect to get that figure up? Yes, indeed they can. Um, we're going to move it up by the the. Um accountants say by, by 2030 is just seven years away, we can have that a, a target of 10%. Now, we're talking, of course, of billions of uh, litres of the fuel like that. And we'd have to be on a net zero, if we can, by 2050. And IAT has said that of the zero emissions we'll have, aviation, sustainable aviation fuel can assist between 60 and 70%. So there's quite a deal of work to be done in that regard. But it, it can be done. By the way, Ireland would have a place in that, if we want, because the Minister for Enterprise, Trade and employment, Simon Coveney, he issued a study last week, Ireland's Sustainable Aviation Fuel Opportunity, uh, and that's good news from the point of view of, of making uh, the, the 
volume required of, of this liquid fuel, we could have, for example, by 2050, two and a half billion a year in, in euros, and we could have jobs for a thousand high-skilled people if we use the thing called power-to-liquid production of this fuel, a synthetic fuel produced by combining green hydrogen, which, of course, we get through electrolysis from water using renewable energy with biogenic CO2. Now, don't ask me what biogenic CO2 is. Only Pat Kenny would know the answer to that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, and I imagine it'd be a long answer, too. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, and so it, it, these uh, airplanes, when they're running on the sustainable fuel, are there zero yes. emissions, uh, Kevin, Not or just quite. vastly reduced? <laughs> No, we're, we're sort of, we're, they, they, they're vastly reduced, they're cleaner, they don't leave these white trails in the sky, which makes the clouds, which add to global warming, even though it's not really CO2, it's just, it's water vapour and some elements. But the point about the engines, about this flight, it's historic in that regard. Up to now, all the test flights have taken place with one engine running on sustainable aviation fuel and the other running on the normal stuff, so that if there's a failure, if there's a problem with the engines. But Rolls-Royce, the engine makers, have come across and said, look, this will run, it's, it's, we're very happy, we're going to stand by the fact that this flight, which will take six, seven hours across the Atlantic, will be perfectly safe and will be no different than a normal flight. And other engine manufacturers like Snecma, Pratt & Whitney and CFM and so forth are watching this very keenly because, of course, fuel is fuel to the engine. A jet engine can run on almost any liquid fuel. And if this can be produced to the standard required and it can be stored properly and has got the same properties of the original stuff, then that is good news all around, I think. Yeah. Might it mean, though, that the cost of air travel goes up a bit? Well, that's, the, that's the, the interesting point. The price of fuel has gone down in the last couple of days and airlines are buying forward now for 2024 so they can give it a, at a good price. If it's still three times the price, yes, there's going to be a price to pay. But I think, like in all of these things, the higher the volume and the more places we have making it, the cheaper it's going to, to be and the change away will be quite, quite good. And when you consider what the airports are trying to do to bring, you know, electricity, you know, based at home from uh, solar panels and from wind generation, all that kind of thing. We really are moving in, in a way that aviation will be contributing much less uh, year by year to the global carbon problem. And I think by 2050, it will be at the genuine level of, of 0%. That's really good news for everybody. Let's hope so. Kevin, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Kevin Byrne is a retired Air Corps Lieutenant and lecturer in aviation safety management at DCU. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.